The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back on this Tuesday as we take a few minutes more out of our week uh, to be in God's Word. We're glad you're with us. As you can see behind me, our auditorium is set up for VBS, for Mega Sports Camp, and a great start last night. The staff did a phenomenal job in uh, giving the gospel and encouraging the kids and hanging with them, teaching them sports, and a great show, a great response from the community. So it was a good time last night, and hope you're praying with us, praying for the staff that are, for Leanne and staff and uh, those who are uh, putting all the work in to make this happen this week. Uh, We appreciate a church that just loves to serve Jesus and uh, thank you for being part of that or praying with us about it. Uh, We are in Matthew chapter 8 as we continue through the life of Christ through Matthew's gospel and uh, we're jumping into uh, again one of the more familiar passages. Uh, As a matter of fact a lot of people in this passage look to something very specific. This is the story. Jesus sleeps. They go, they go across in a storm and the disciples wake Jesus up because he's asleep in the middle of the storm. And a lot of people look at the fact that these disciples were amazed when Jesus, we'll read in a second, calms the storm, rebukes the wind, the Bible says. And uh, they're blown away. Who really is this man? He gives Jesus the chance to help his disciples get to know him a little better, uh, which is what one of the reasons God allows, allows us in the storms. But you know what really grabs my attention in this, I want you to catch in a second, is not the fact that Jesus rebuked the wind. You know, as somebody who reads this from behind, we know this. We know the character of God. We know we can do this. What I hope we see in this today is the fact that Jesus was asleep in the storm. And we'll talk a little bit about that. So Matthew chapter 8, we're going to be verse 23. And when, then when he got in the boat, speaking of Jesus, his disciple followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. But he said to them, Why are ye fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and buked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, who can, who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? So a lot of people, rightfully so, because there's so many great principles in here, but a lot of people run to the end of that. And they talk about the amazement of the disciples to say, who can this man? Who is this man? Because you see, ultimately, these men were going to become the uh, well, the disciples become the apostles, the, 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 the founders of the, the, beginning, the beginning pastors of these churches. They were going to go and spread, begin the ones to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ, establish the churches. They were the fathers of this new church age that was coming in. So Jesus needed them to understand that he was more than just a great teacher. He was more than just a miracle worker. He, they needed, he needed them to see that he overruled even physics, even storms, even the world, that the world obeyed him. They needed, he needed them to have a better understanding of who he was. Now, this is one of the reasons that Jesus allows storms into our lives. He brings storms into our lives because whether we like it or not, we get to learn more about the character of God in the middle of a storm. Now, sometimes, now let me understand what I mean by storm. Storm's a generic term, all right? Storms are a term we use uh, to bring about battles in life. They're not necessarily real storms, but the thing with storms is they're dark. You often don't know the extent of them. Sometimes they're so overwhelming, you feel like they're going to just abrupt the entire foundation. Now, if you're in a strong place, um, 
You can hide and find respite from the storm, which is what Jesus wants to be. He wants us to be that uh, place to find freedom and find protection from the storm. So we see that they follow Jesus into it. Please remember this. Jesus gets in the boat. He takes his disciples out to sea. Because we know who Jesus is, we have to remember that Jesus was fully aware that this storm was coming. I've, had some, I've read some commentators over the year that believe that maybe Jesus brought the storm in. I don't know. We can't state that. We can state he knew it was coming. Uh, this immediately and suddenly. Now, it says suddenly. It doesn't mean immediately. It means that maybe when he was out in a while in the sea, all of a sudden the storm comes. But it came out of nowhere. It was not something. You understand, many of the men who were in the boat with him had been on the sea a lot. They were professional fishermen. Uh, they probably, if they'd seen a storm coming, they would have said, Jesus, we can't do this. So we can know that the storm was not something that was obvious to those getting on the boat. So it came suddenly, and all of a sudden, the storm was so bad, the boat's being covered with waves. They actually got to the point where they thought they were going to die. The, they were going to be yanked off the boat, and they were going to die. So what do they do? They go back, and they wake up Jesus. What are you doing? We're, we're about to die. They were I bet shocked that their leader, their teacher, is sleeping when they're dying. Again, we didn't, they don't fully have an understanding of who Jesus is because instead of coming to him and saying, Jesus, fix the problem, he says, Jesus, get up. Now, uh, again, if you read on this, some will say they didn't necessarily want Jesus to fix the problem. They just wanted him to help bail out. We know that Jesus had performed a lot of miracles, and so they believed he was a powerful man. Uh, and so I don't know what they were looking for Jesus to do. Obviously, I don't think they were expecting Jesus to calm the storm because they were surprised when Jesus did that. Uh, but they wanted him to do something. They, they woke up their master. And, uh, and so once he wakes up, he immediately rebukes the wind. He calms the storm. Be honest with you, I, that would have been as freaky as anything else to be in such a horrible scenario and then all of a sudden the storm's gone. That would have been overwhelming and powerful. But then Jesus asked the question, why are you fearful of your little faith? Um, so, well, he asked that first, then he rebukes the storm. Here's my point. A lot of times people look at this and they say, it's amazing what Jesus did to calm the storm. He was able to solve the problems of life. And yes, we are grateful in the fact that there are times in our life when Jesus calms the storms. There are times in our life when in the midst of what we do, we see an answer to prayer. We see an absolute miracle. We see God just giving us grace and peace in our minds of the time. Oh, that's great. We need it. It's wonderful. But I think what we miss sometimes is sometimes God doesn't do this. God was asleep in the middle of the storm. And we look at that sometimes and we say, that's proof that God doesn't care. So there's going to be times that you're going to pray and ask God to do something in your life. And for whatever reason, he's going to choose to say no. Or he's going to choose to say wait. Or he's going to say not right now. Or whatever it's going to be. Or we're just going to have to trust he says something because it feels like he's not even answering. And in those situations, we can wonder. Satan can get in our mind if we're not careful. If we don't truly understand and hold true to the character of God, we can look at those situations and we can wonder, why doesn't God love me? What have I done wrong? Um, am I not doing enough for God to answer my prayer? These things can become part of our thinking if we're not careful. And we've got to be careful to remember, we, don't, we can't look at our storms through the lens of the storm. If all you do is see the storm, you're going to wonder if God really even loves you. If you keep your eyes on Jesus and you trust in his character, you trust in his sovereignty, you trust that he loves you, and maybe he's silent, there is a reason for it. You know, I wonder, maybe Jesus was trying to teach the people, just you can just all go to sleep. Listen, we're fine. I know the storm's here, but we're fine. Because immediately he asked him, where's your faith? 
Why did you guys just lay down with me? See, the problem was they wanted God to overcome their circumstances instead of trusting God in the middle of their circumstances. They, still, they were still, even though God is asleep at peace in the back of the boat, they were still afraid of their circumstance. We, God is not, well, we got to get beyond. We got to get beyond the idea that God is a God who solves our circumstances, who eliminates our problems. We got to get beyond the point of thinking that God is there to eliminate our problems and because here's what happens. If we think that God is just a God to solve our problems, then we begin to doubt God when he hasn't solved, if we can say that, solved our problem. We have to start trusting the character of God. And they should have seen when he was sleeping, they should have just sat down and said, this is not comfortable. But obviously, he thinks it's okay. What we're going through won't always be comfortable, won't always be what we want it to be. But that's okay, because Jesus, sometimes we think he's sleeping. He's never sleeping. He is always aware of what's going on. But he had such peace and serenity in the storm that he wanted the guys to have the same thing. And see, if we trust that God wants our best, and we trust that God will take care of us, the storms will not overwhelm us, all right? Um, one commentator, I think I'm going to say this not exactly, but I, I don't remember who it was, but he said this. Jesus wasn't sleeping so much for the need of rest as he was for the need of wanting to be awakened. He wanted them to come to him to realize he was the answer to their problem. At the same case, I think he wanted these men just to trust, just to be okay in the midst of a chaotic storm because Jesus was there. Doesn't always seem easy, but his presence sometimes needs to be just enough to remind us that he's aware, that he loves us, and that what he's got planned is the best. And yes, and maybe sometimes when we wake him up or when we call on him, he will actually calm the storm. But even if he doesn't, God is still good and he still loves us. I don't know what situation you're finding yourselves in. Maybe a storm, maybe a question, maybe something you're wondering what God is doing. Keep your trust in him. Keep looking to him. He's got an answer and what his plan is, is best. Thanks again for joining us on this Tuesday. Give me a chance to be part of your day. Hope you have a great day. Continue to pray for us uh, as we go this week in our Mega Sports Camp VBS. Uh, we look forward to great things happening. Looking forward to God working in the hearts of young people and families and hope you'll continue to pray for us. We love you. Thanks for the opportunity to be part of your day. Have a great rest of your day.